Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. We want to welcome you back. We know it's been a while since we've recorded a podcast, but there has just been so much going on in the world that we didn't feel like it was appropriate to do another show while there's a lot of pain and hurt happening in the world. But what we wanted to do today is share with you a fantastic roundup of some products that we have been purchasing from the last couple of weeks from Black-owned beauty brands. We are super excited to share all of these products with you, and some of them are not even beauty-related. I have some candles here that I would love to share with you all, but we want to welcome you back, and okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hi, Karina. Hello. How are things? It's been a while since we have sat down together and recorded, so... How are things? How's work? How's after quarantine? What's what's happening with you? It's still kind of surreal that that was a whole three month period of just being at home. Um, we were on furlough for just I was literally like days away from being on furlough for 90 days. Yeah. Um, and I've been back for about two weeks now. Mm -hmm. um, things are really strange. It yeah. is a very strange time. Um, in the store that I work at, now that Laura doesn't actually work there anymore. Yeah, we'll talk about that in well, a minute. Yes. It's a very interesting time in that I am no longer in the position I was before this all happened. We are kind of on a global, like a more global transition in the mm -hmm. store so I have been working different areas of the store um but all I am ever the feedback I'm getting is that like wow Karina you, you're like thank you for being so helpful like and and I think it's just hilarious because I'm like well yeah I'm doing my job so yeah. anyway <laughs> it is a very strange time um our governor has just recently lumped our county into um three other the most three populous counties here in Oregon in that uh, masks are now mandatory in public indoor spaces, which I think is great. Hallelujah. I I don't believe that wearing a mask should be a political issue. I have no idea how it became a political issue. Right. Um, it is very uncomfortable to wear, it, wear them at work, but honestly, I'm getting used to it. The thing that really kind of makes things weird is that the place where I'm working, I have to wear uh, gloves. Mm -hmm. So the gloves combined mm -hmm. with the mask make it a little difficult. Yes, my hands get sweaty. Um, but I'm actually wearing, hey, guess what? I'm wearing less makeup. But also, the most important thing, I'm keeping other people around me safe. Right. I think the whole mask issue is ludicrous. I can't, I get <laughs> so angry when I see people not wearing them. It is literally the simplest thing you could do to prevent the spread of this virus that has now claimed over 120,000 Americans' lives. And it's yes. really, honestly, it's been a pretty stressful time just thinking about it too because I'm back at work but I'm like every day I wonder oh god is this gonna be the day where I catch it like what or, is gonna happen it's it's scary being out yeah. in the world it's really scary and it's you know it's not like I'm actually going out into the mall and shopping around I think it's it's pretty strange that people are so eager to do that like I get it people want to go back to normal but things are pretty much never going to go back to normal so right. I think a lot of people just need to realize that 
this is how it's going to be for a while. So taking your anger out on people who have absolutely no control over the situation at large is such a waste of your energy. Well, and here's the thing. The virus affects, it can affect anyone and everyone. We are still asymptomatic carriers for people Mm -hmm. that are not showing symptoms. Not, I mean, obviously not everybody is, but you wouldn't know unless you got tested. So the mask issue shouldn't be political. It shouldn't be partisan. It should just be, this is what we're going to do right now in order to prevent the spread. And what we're seeing across the country is major spikes again, because over Memorial Day weekend, a bunch of states chose to reopen bars and beaches. And we're seeing a lot of younger people getting it um, and spreading it to their friends and family when they're in large groups. There's also a lot of misinformation putting out there that a lot of these Black Lives Matter protests are causing these spikes. And Mm -hmm. I think that is absolutely not true, because if you see any sort of footage or pictures from this, Pretty much everybody in these protests is wearing a mask. Yep. So that is highly false information, in my opinion. Um, Again, and let's swing it back around to Black Lives Matter. So during this whole quarantine issue, you know, that we've been in, um, there was a man named George Floyd that got murdered by a police officer. Yeah. And it sparked severe upset and outrage across the country. And these protests are still happening. And honestly, I think it's a great thing because there is and has been always a systemic issue of racism in this country. It's basically what this country, as our founding fathers, have founded it on. Right. (laughs) Um, It's basically a system designed to keep brown people, people of color, poor, uneducated, um, unable to vote. Highly criminalized. They criminalize people of color. They mm. sexualize people of color. Yeah. They take their culture and call it their own mm-hmm. or try to glamorize black culture. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's a lot. So it's basically this time has been a really interesting time of reflection for me. And I know a lot of people around me as well, just to kind of Think about our own actions and thoughts and feelings and how we react to certain things because of the privilege that we have just because our skin is light. Yeah, it's um, as far as like the Black Lives Matter movement, I know there was a surge of protests several years ago. I just think this time is different. And unfortunately, it had to be because of more murders of black people. Um, I saw the video of George Floyd getting murdered and it was absolutely just disgusting. I felt like if you can put your hands in your pockets while you snuff someone's life out, Mm -hmm. you deserve to never be in public ever again. You deserve to be in jail forever. Um, it was, and it, and here's the thing is it's a huge awakening in our country and, and what it is, is that white people need to do the work. It's not black people's uh it's not their they don't need to teach you how to end racism yeah. it's not their work it's for us and We're realizing our privilege yeah white people of color, like pe- like white people are the ones that deal out racism right black people are not the ones that deal out racism so right. it's not their job to try to end it right so there and then so it's it's given me a lot of introspection as it has for a lot of people and not to center myself around you know my anti-racist work but you know you really need to do the work and I have seen a lot of my friends on social media posting and reposting stories you know they're listening to podcasts they're listening to books Mm -hmm. they are understanding that wow 
systemic racism truly reaches every facet of our lives and whether or not you are somebody who benefits from it or somebody who does not benefit from it, you're still in this racist system. And that's the number one thing we need. It's like a 12, it's like admitting you are a racist, right? Like everyone is sort of racist because they buy into a system. Mm -hmm. They have thought racist thoughts and there's nothing shameful about it. And owning up to the fact that yes, I have privileged from I am a privileged white looking woman and I have benefited from a lot of things that other people may not have um and that's doing the work and I have seen some friends say literally nothing and that's pretty disappointing especially being white people that have benefited from being white and that's and that's kind of it um so it's interesting and I and I what I really am heartened by is the beauty community really coming together and showing support because there are black owned beauty brands all over the place but we had never really talked about it as far as the beauty community as a whole yeah I think there's a couple of big brands a couple of which we have here today that we're going to share with you that are more well known than others but it's up to us to really search those things out, especially women-owned and black-owned beauty. That's I think what that's I, so important. That's what I was going to say. Um, basically, like, black women are probably on the very lowest totem pole mm-hmm. in this country. And I think it is up to us to use our dollars and our voices yes. to lift them up as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. as, you know, people who belong in this world like well and people who have gifts to share with us yes. and that we're just not paying attention to and i saw a really good instagram post where it was basically like the majority of black entrepreneurs are chronically underfunded and given less credit for their businesses like like lines of credit for their businesses yes. versus their white counterparts and most people it, most black entrepreneurs are a business of their their one owner so mm-hmm. they do everything they produce they pack they ship they are their own HR. They send out your, their newsletters. So they kind of do it all. So here's the thing that I wanted to do. I want to look for brands that, number one, they're black-owned. Number two, I find women-owned to be a very important priority for me personally as a woman. Um, there's a, not a lot of black women entrepreneurs that are um, really doing a whole lot, like be it getting their name out there, and I want to uplift them. And then, not just buying stuff now, but buying stuff regularly. Like, yeah. a skincare line I found, I want to support them on a regular basis. I want them to become my skincare routine. You know, looking at different facets. What are the things that you enjoy in your home that you could replace with a black-owned brand? Yeah. Candles. I found one. Hand creams. We've found some. I have skincare. We've got makeup. Things that you can incorporate into your daily routine versus going down to the mall and going to Bath and Body Works for another body wash when you can find a Black-owned brand that supports their community is so much better in the long run, and that's the thing. Yeah. So let's take a very short break. We're going to come back. We've got a lot to tell you. We've got a lot of products to share, and we're really excited. So one more break, and we will be back with Black-owned beauty. Welcome back. All right, let's jump right into it. So let's start with some Black-owned skincare brands. And I'm going to start it off by um, talking about this new brand to me called Alafia. 
Alafia is a black co-owned brand um, by this guy from Togo and this woman from Washington here in the Pacific Northwest. They founded Alafia in uh, 2003 and the goal is to provide uh, West African created products and then to put that money back into West African communities. So like in Benin, Togo and Nigeria, um, they do benefit uh, communities uh, dealing with, you know, education, school supplies, bicycles, school construction. They've built 14 schools. Wow. They've distributed over 28,000 eyeglasses. Wow. Uh, they have planted over 80,000 trees. Um, they've funded maternal care. Um, so it's a true, like, full-on give-back-to-the-community brand. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, some of this stuff is really nice. So I purchased a facial mist. So this is the Coconut Reishi Nourishing Facial Toning Mist. So this is for sensitive to normal skin. And I do find that it has a nice, like, moisturizing quality because there is coconut water and rose flower in it. Um, Really nice, soft coconut scent. Mm. I really like that. Yeah, it's nice. It is kind of, like, cooling in a way. So this would be really good, especially now that it's summertime. Yeah. Um, I also got this everyday shea shave cream and i got this in the roseberry bergamot scent which is really nice so this doesn't lather like a normal shave cream it's like literally putting a almost like a hair conditioner on your legs which Ooh. i've been known to do that's actually a really good way to shave your legs yeah. um i do really love the smell of this and their products come in a variety of scents don't they oh yeah lots of yeah. different smells this one i think also came in some kind of a citrus scent but i like the rosemary bergamot because that way i can share it with my boyfriend um i also got this is like the deal of the century right here (laughs) okay so never going back to bath and body works Mm -mm. to spend 16 dollars and 50 cents on something that is maybe 10 ounces guys they have these gigantic 32 ounce everyday shea body washes Mm -hmm. and i got the one that's for normal to very dry skin because i do get pretty dry skin I got the passion fruit scent. It's 32 ounces, comes with a giant, like, heavy-duty pump. This is $13.99. Regular price? Yes. Wow. And it's three times the size of a Bath & Body Works body wash. hmm And, like, $4 cheaper. Are you kidding wow. me? So This and- would last me, like, a year. And the... Amazing thing about this brand is that it's a small brand that gives back so much of their profit to underserved communities in Africa. And I'm reading on the label here, it's vegan, biodegradable, no animal testing, no parabens, no phthalates, no SLS, which is sodium laureth sulfate, Mm -hmm. no synthetic fragrances, no mineral oil, and no synthetic dyes. Here's the other thing. With a lot of smaller skincare brands, they don't contain a lot of shitty ingredients because they don't need to. You yeah. know what? And there's no animal testing because they don't need to. Exactly. Like big brands like Bath and Body Works, I think sometimes they can be called cruelty free, but I'm not in- entirely sure. But, you know, why not support a smaller brand that's co founded by a husband and wife duo that gives back? Yeah. So, I mean, you actually can find some of their items in Whole Foods and I believe Target and Co- not Costco. I'm thinking of something else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, this huge, huge body wash, yeah. like this will last me a year the same way that maybe four Bath and Body Works things of body wash will. Yeah, I'm not going to go back to them. Good. Why would I? I know, right? Yeah. Okay. Next up, Laura, you have another skincare line that you found, right? <clears throat> yeah. So 
I was browsing. Instagram is full of little like swipeable lists of black owned beauty. You just need to go look for them. Um, and so I came across this brand. It's called Nola Skin Essentials, and it is a vegan skincare brand for millennials founded by a millennial. It's founded by a black woman. Her name is Jane, and she wanted to find skincare for her skin type, which is acneic, oily. She has, um, she basically founded this skincare for clearer skin. Yeah. And the amazing thing about this brand is, number one, it has a really cute aesthetic. It's very simple, very millennial looking. <laughs> and the price points are almost like the ordinary price points. Like, it's oh, are very they? inexpensive. And most of their products, they have a huge range of um, skincare and body products. Most of them you can have in a trial size for about half the price. So you can try them, and they're very generous. So the products that I got from them is a full size of their Restore Serum. And this claims to have, there's glycolic acid, there's multiple types of acid in this one. It has a really, like a like a herbal smell. And this is uh, for all day radiant skin. And for a two ounce bottle, I think it was like $16. Whoa. Which is very cheap. That's incredibly cheap. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry, you said it was vitamin C? I think it's it's a glycolic, a multiple acid serum. Okay. Yeah, it's a, this website, you have, there's so many good like finds. And then I also got trial sizes of three different things. So I got a trial size of their glycolic intensive mask. And this looks like it's a gel mask that is an intense glycolic mask, so you would leave it on for a couple of minutes and then wash it away. And then a brightening vitamin C serum. And these trial sizes are like almost an ounce. Like they're huge. This, like, what? Why are they so <laughs> large? And then the last thing I got was their O Whale Aqua Mask. And it is a cooling clay mask in this vibrant cobalt blue color which is really nice. I tried it off before and it's really nice and cooling, which is good for my skin when I get like a rosacea flare up. <clears throat> but looking at their website, you can find eye creams, facial cleansers, toners, mists, serums, serums galore. They've got body care. They've got moisturizers at a fraction of the cost. Genius. And another thing is they have an amazing rewards program. If you sign up with them, you can get a ton of perks. Like if you sign up, if you like them on Facebook, you get points. If you like them on Twitter, if you like them on Instagram, if you follow them on something, something. Like, you get all these points. I have um, a code for, I think, 10% or 20% off. So if you guys want to purchase from this brand and you want a discount, let me know. I can hook Hooks you up. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so cool. The branding is perfect. And I like supporting a small woman-owned business and a young woman at that. There you go. All cool. right. All right, so do we want to move on to makeup? We got stuff. Well, actually, let me ta- let me before we do makeup, I have a candle brand that I would like to talk about. Ooh. So once again, I love candles. This is no surprise. Bath and Body Works make my favorite candles, but they're pricey and they're Bath and Body Works, like they're corporate candles. You know, like <laughs> do they really need more of my business? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> And also, during quarantine, they never offered any of their three wicks on sale, so I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I was looking for a deal, and they never came through. Oh so, God. I found a black-owned, woman-owned candle brand, and it is called KSM Candle Co., and KSM stands for Knit, Soy, and Metal. And oh. she is, I think, out of 
Baltimore? I'll have to look that up again. But she makes candles, a beautiful aesthetic, very minimal. They come in mason jars, and they come in a ton of scents, like so many different scents. So I picked up two of, I believe they're 12-ounce jarred candles. I got watermelon mint, which is out of the, like, opening it up, it kind of smells bubblegummy, but it definitely has a minty smell as you kind of, like, let it kind of hang out. And then I also got the fig and rhubarb because I am a fig scent whore right now. I love fig. And it smells just like a perfume that I own. And these are a really good price point. They're $18 a candle and they have a really long burn time. So once again, Bath and Body Works, you're not getting my money anymore. I don't need you. Don't want you. Don't send me an email with a coupon code because I'm not going to use it. (laughs) All right. All right. Beauty time. We have... So much. So much beauty to talk about. We finally got all of our purchases in the mail as they were shipping to us, slowly but surely. So, Karina, I know you got several eyeshadow palettes. Would you like to share? Yes. Okay, so first off, I've actually been eyeing this for a few years because this has come out, I believe, in 2017, but this is the Colored Rain Queen of Hearts palette. Mm. And Colored Rain was founded in 2013 by a woman named Lorraine Dowdy. She's from Brooklyn, but she is of Caribbean descent. And she wanted to make cosmetics for dark-skinned women. Mm -hmm. And the beauty behind black-owned beauty brands is that shit is pigmented. Yes. It has to be. Yes. To show up on beautiful dark skin. So, I have always been eyeing this palette. And you know what? Finally, I was like, you know what? Let's go for it. Let's get it. It is a beautiful mix of, like, warm, neutral tones with some beautiful, like, berry shimmers. This, like, deep brown copper shimmer as well. This beautiful, like, duochrome pale, like, champagne gold with a pink flash. It's a beautiful, like, fall palette, but even just swatching it, it's super buttery, creamy, blends out really well. Um, I've mostly used the matte shade so far, um, but there's this beautiful, like, rusty orange shade that's really, really pretty. I have... What's pretty. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that would be perfect for fall, but also, I've been using it now, too, because the neutrals are really good for, especially, like, in the crease. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ooh, that, gorgeous palette. The really light flip the, with the duochrome would be a really pretty highlighter on you. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. I use that as an inner corner highlight a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, these shadows are super pigmented, and they feel really nice. They're not chunky. They're not, like, that hard-pressed kind of feel. Right. Like, they're very creamy feeling. Yeah, there is one that is this purple tone. Purples are notoriously hard to do. It does feel a little bit on the rougher side, but, like, look at the pigment. Like, purples are, like, notoriously hard to formulate, Mm -hmm. and they did it really nicely. Um, that is the only product I've gotten from Colored Rain so far. It looks like a lot of stuff on their website was sold out, and you know what? Good for them. Yeah. Um, you can actually find some of their items in Target now. Yeah. So their uh, eyeshadow palettes are really, really pretty, but Queen of, the Queen of Hearts palette, I've actually had my eye on for a while, so I just went for it. Okay, second brand I want to talk about is Juvia's Place. Juvia's Place is also a black woman-owned brand, and she founded this in 2015, And also is known for just intense pigment. So she's based out of New Jersey. And honestly, when you're saying that we were waiting for things to get shipped to us, this stuff shipped so fast. Very quickly. Juvia's Place. Yeah, all the three brands. I got Juvia's Place, Alafia, and Color Green. It took maybe four days from order 
to delivery, which is nothing. Here's a tip. Also, yeah. if you're going to shop black owned, try as much as possible to shop from their own website because yeah. that directly impacts their employees as well. Mm-hmm. So it impacts the people that are shipping and packing and creating that product versus buying it from a big box store. Obviously, yeah. we know that like that's not, you can't just go to every, any Ulta or Target and find these items, but ordering directly from their website will often give you coupons and really fast shipping. Yes, very, very fast. So let's talk about Juvia's Place. They are known for their eyeshadows, and I've got the Nomad palette. I got this for $10. I know. I got mine for $10. I got, okay, so it's a nine-pan palette. These pan sizes are huge. They're enormous. And I got it, okay, $10. What? (laughs) And it's like a mostly kind of a yellow-based palette with some pretty, like, warm tone neutrals there's like this really cool like almost a gray green like i would describe it as like a harvest palette yes it's like a fall harvest in a palette yeah there's this beautiful mustard yellow with gold flecks in it that's Mm -hmm. gorgeous this like oh i love i love a silvery taupe yeah that's really pretty again this is a really pretty fall palette but again i don't know why i keep saying that ten dollars ten dollars (laughs) ten dollars the pigment is crazy town super buttery blends like a dream like so so nice um and then laura also got some products from juvia's didn't you so i got a couple products and well i got a palette and i got a concealer the concealer ended up being too light but you can use it so i gave it to karina i have actually used it every day this week and this stuff doesn't budge it's called the i am magic concealer oh it's so good so i incorrectly shade matched myself but for karina it's <laughs> definitely like it was way too light for me but for karina it's perfect so i reap her mistakes oh my god and it looks like a shape tape it's, like it's the exact same fat doe foot it's a giant chunky tube like this could almost pass for a foundation tube. i i was telling laura because we have to wear masks all day at work and a lot of the time i'm answering the phone and a lot of the time it's answering weird questions so there's a lot of weird frowny faces that i make at work <laughs> and <laughs> this stuff does not crease between my eyebrows which is it's a sign that's saying something it does not crease so really really good this is gonna last me forever this tube is gigantic yes and then the pattern that I bought was the Nudes by Juvia's Place and this is a mini palette so it has six pans if you're a basic bee a lot like me a lot of like very you like very neutrals but you kind of like more peachy neutrals this is perfect I would say this is more targeted towards a fair skin tone because of the shade selection so you get two matte peachy like crease colors that I had been using nonstop. I use these, I've been using these pretty much every day since I got this palette. You have a deep caramel shade for mm-hmm. your outer corner. And then you have three, two shimmers and one kind of glittery shimmer. You got like a gold shimmer and then almost a purpley pink shimmer. And then a glitter with like that apricot rosy gold tone. Yeah, so it's like super a, pretty. Like a warm peachy toned neutrals. Really, really pretty. Like if you're somebody who really just does one color over the lid and it's usually a peach like this is it like i got this mm-hmm. for ten dollars too and juvia's place they often have like flash sales so these were all ten dollars at one point like they're mini palettes um but yeah gorgeous Super good deal beautiful very blendable very very blendable okay let's talk about oma beauty oma beauty is 
a brand that you could sort of, I think you can find it at Ulta. I don't think it's in most stores. I've never seen it in an Ulta store, but you can find it online. Mm-hmm. The, I've learned about Oma Beauty because of Samantha Robindahl. Mm-hmm. She's used their Stay Woke concealer for a really long time now. And so I placed an order. I got a foundation, their Say What Weightless Soft Matte Hydrating Foundation. And then a Stay Woke concealer because the Juvia's was too light. I wanted to find one in my shade. So the fun thing about the Oma Beauty foundations is that they come in, I think, around 50 shades. But they're custom. They're like customized for each range of skin tones. So for my foundation formula in particular, I got the shade Fair Lady T1W. And there's a grape extract specially formulated for fair skin. Interesting. So they're formulated with different, like, ingredients based off of your skin shade. Interesting. So I think what is on the website, you'll have to look at it. I'm not going to be able to, like, tell you what is in each range of skin tones. But they're, for the very fairest skin tones, there's a specific ingredient. For the very deep skin tones, there's a specific ingredient and formulation. Mm, That's cool. So it's interesting. Like, she really thought about the formulation for skin tones. And, you know, generally what people of a certain skin tone, what their issues are. So, like, very fair skin typically deals with redness and irritation. Yeah. And so that is what is formulated for. So the foundation is super nice it is a buildable medium to full coverage matte foundation but in my opinion it looks like skin it's like a skin like matte I wore this to work the other day very buildable it was quite a watery foundation but it was like still giving me coverage it wasn't like I don't know it wasn't hard to blend and then the stay woke concealer oh my god this doe foot applicator is soft and flexible it's like a really chunky doe foot, but it's very like soft and pliable and it blended out really nice and it's almost like a radiant concealer. Oh, nice. So it has a nice kind of natural sheen to it. Um, and Oma Beauty is founded by Sharon Shooter, who recently started the campaign called Pull Up for Change. And she um, wants beauty brands to come forward with the makeup of their brand of their company as to how many people of color work in their company so she's talked to and encouraged brands to pull up for change and tell us their you know their community what they're going to do in order to have more representation in their brands with black people people of color and women yes um so really cool initiative. I thought that was really smart of her to, you know, use this moment to really shine a light and see, wow, how many brands have any black people working for them? Yep. Um, how many brands are women owned? How many brands have black people at the leadership and management levels? So it's very, very eye opening. Um, okay, so let's talk about probably one of the most identifiable black owned brands, and that would be Fenty Beauty. So we are a Fenty stan. We love Fenty. We love Riri. (laughs) Um, You know, we all know that she changed the game in foundation ranges when she came out with her um, soft matte filter, pro filter foundation in 40 plus shades. And she, it's not an entirely woman owned brand. It's not entirely black owned. They have a partnership with Kendo Brands. Um, 
but Rihanna definitely has a stake in this company and it's a very important beauty company as she's one of the most recognizable celebrity owned brands I think out there right now yep and we have a lot of products from Fenty so let's talk about about? let's talk about the newest ones that we've gotten so over this whole quarantine situation she released her new Fenty um cream bronzers and cream blushes so uh, we have three shades of the blush here in front of us. We have got Fuego Flush, which is a beautiful like tangerine orange with a gold shift, like a pretty intense gold shift. Yeah. Blends out really nicely to this like almost sun-kissed, like almost like a burnt orange sun-burned, look. Sun-burned, yes. Yes. Really, really pretty. I also got uh, Crush on Cupid, which is this really pretty like bright blue-toned pink. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura got the shade Rose Latte, which is a beautiful nudish brown. This blends out. So it looks pretty. really dark in the pen, but it blends out to like this perfect, almost like your lips, but better. Like your lips, but better. Mm-hmm. And actually the, like, your lip color is usually a really nice blush color on your face, obviously, because it's already on your face. Yeah. Um, and then we accident we accidentally both got the same bronzer shade and okay. <laughs> we got the lightest shade, but a biscuit. And this is so nice. I it, love it. It blends out so, so nicely. I use it every day now. I do too. It's really pretty. And it sets. So I don't really need to set it with a powder. It's not like moving around on my face even though it's a cream product. Right. This stuff is really nice, not greasy, looks like your skin. Love it. Love it. Love it. I also have, obviously, the Holy Grail is the Fenty Gloss Bomb. Mm, so good. Literally everybody, every beauty influencer loves this. I love it. It's like plush and cushiony. Smells like fruit punch. Mm, I love it. So I'm putting the clear on my lips right now. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and I also have the Fenty... Uh, the Kilowatt Highlighter Duo in Lightning Dust and Fire Crystal. This is really pretty. It's like almost like a nude with just... It's like your nude skin, but better. It's almost like a powder version of Hollywood Flawless Filter. Yeah, and I also have a mini highlight in Hustla Baby, which is... It's a little bit dark for my skin tone, but I still use it. It's a pink... It's a gold with a slight hint of pink in it mm-hmm. oh my god so pretty and laura also has the matchsticks shimmer skin stick in the shade ridic i love it this is a, color it is a bright corally orange with a gold shimmer shot oh, the, through it. if you like a sunburn look like i do yes that mixed with your bronzer like right across your nose and your cheeks Ooh, it's so pretty yeah this actually mixed with the fuego flush yeah. So would pretty. be a really pretty combina- combination. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Fenty Beauty ever like she there are some misses in the Fenty collection that I would say like I think their first eyeshadow <laughs> release just wasn't that popular. I think she should I think stick- her eyeshadows are not popular. Like the little even the little ones are not. Yeah. They're a miss. They're kind of expensive for what they are. Complexion is like where yes. she should stay, honestly. Correct. I yes. believe like her skin products are so pretty. They come in a huge range of tones. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous formula, gorgeous packaging, super cute. Like And she just came out with those slip shine, shiny sheer lipsticks, which is the sheer shiny glossy lipstick is like the new thing. I love it. But you know what? I'm not even wearing any lip products besides right. lip balm under these under these masks. That's true. No one's going to see these juicy lips. That's true. But that's okay because they'll look at my incredibly pigmented eyeshadows. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> eyes are where it's at right Exactly. Now. That's what I'm doing all day every day is just like playing up the eyes cuz that's yeah. that's all people see now. <laughs> 
I know, right? It's so weird. So look at this amazing collection of black-owned beauty we have before us. Laura's bed is strewn about. And literally, so many products. A couple of weeks ago, I didn't own a single thing by a black owner. I have to admit that. And I think a lot of people are in the same boat as us. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I would have said was Fenty. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's what most people know and what people feel comfortable with. But what I really do think is that if you are a beauty lover, if you're in the beauty community, look at all of the beautiful black artists that are on Instagram. Look at all of the beautiful black YouTubes, YouTubers, creators, content creators. And what the what really needs to happen is that your feed needs to look diverse. I think yeah. that you need to start getting comfortable with seeing black and brown bodies on camera, mm-hmm. on screen, and truly understand that, like, there's so many people out there, and we're, you know, we need to pay attention to these these people and these communities and these own these owners and brands because they're the ones making a really big difference in their communities. They're, it's not going to be the big box brands. It's not going to be the Maybellines and the CoverGirls and the L'Oreal's of the world that are going to be making a huge change. It's going to be all of us spending our money in different areas of Black-owned business. And I think that there's going to be something for everyone. Yeah. And you know, it's really, I know we're talking about beauty, but something that we've been doing a lot right now uh, during this time uh, especially when I was not at work, was looking at new home stuff. So we've both, like, me and Laura have both bought new, like, like bedding and stuff. But I really want to look at black-owned, like, home brands. Okay, so I found... Yeah. So there's a website called webuyblack.com. I found this because of the Killer Mike Show trigger warning. It is a website that features black-owned businesses for every facet of your life. Like, they sell... Black owned laundry detergent. They sell black owned clothing brands, jewelry lines. Wow. They, I mean, the, it, the list goes every category. Anything. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, there are some aspects of the world in like the car, like cars. There are no black owned people that are making cars. Right. Black owned brands making cars. Like, there's just specific industries that are not there yet, but you can really find pretty much everything owned by someone who is black and an entrepreneur and maybe a small business. And that I think is super important in putting those dollars back into those communities, into the hands of people that are truly there to make a difference versus, you know, going on your next target trip and buying, you know, whatever they sell there. And it's great when, when small brands do get picked up by large retailers like target. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure people have seen if they have like Hulu like, the Honey Pot is a black woman-owned yeah. brand that is about, you know, female hygienic situations. They sell, like, <laughs> wipes and they I do believe feminine they care, like, feminine care, mm-hmm. like, pads, tampons, wipes, all that good stuff. They got picked up by Target. And so that is such a huge step in that kind of, in that direction. Like, lifting up businesses. Lifting up businesses, but also putting them, like, they also have, like, full-on sections just for black owned beauty which is cool i don't know if it needs i mean i i agree that it should just be like here's a black owned brand this is why you should buy them and mm-hmm. because it creates a space within a larger space for mm-hmm. people to to know oh this is where i want to go if i want to buy this specific thing yeah. i don't want to have to like y- yes you should do the research who owns this 
Right. Why, like, who is the owner behind this brand? Mm-hmm. You know, what's their mission? Um, and but I, I yeah. think a, a nice way to highlight it is to actually put on a shelf, these are these women that own these black-owned brands. Right. Like, yeah. I think it's really important, for, especially for large retailers, to do that. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to say that I left my job <laughs> the other day. The other day. The other day. Literally the other day. I put in my notice about a week and a half ago. Um, I got a job with my husband. And we are now working at the same place <laughs> in the same area. Um, but it is a family-owned business. And they are really committed to conscious purchasing of their um, offerings of what they sell there. And one of the areas that I really didn't notice there are a lot of black ownership in is coffee and tea. So that's going to be one of my initiatives. I'm going to try and bring black owned, women owned tea brands into the store that we currently work at. That's cool. Um, and there's, there's black owned wine businesses. There's just things that you would never even realize that like, oh yeah, I don't see a whole lot of diversity in that category. I don't see a lot of mm-hmm. black-owned coffee shops or black-owned roasteries or black-owned wine shops. Like, but they're there. You just need to go look for them. Yep. So you just got to do the work and look for it. You have to do the work, guys. I mean, it's it's not cool to be silent anymore. And you know, I I have friends that are definitely very vocal, and then I have friends that have said zero, literally nothing, and that is it's telling for me as to the amount of privilege that they have. Um, or just maybe they're afraid. They're afraid of speaking up. And here's the thing. You'll never get, I don't know, you'll, you'll never feel bad for speaking up about something like racism. You know, it sucks. And it affects, it. like, why are people getting murdered? It's crazy. Yep. It's wild. It's a wild time. Anyway, we want to say Black Lives Matter. And we hope that you found this podcast helpful in your search for more Black-owned brands. And especially in the beauty space, there's so many companies, hair, skincare, makeup, um, created by black people, but not just for black people, you know, like they want to, you know, we, we want to give our dollar somewhere that it really means, it means something. So those are a few companies that we want to support and we want to support often. We don't want this to just be a one-time thing like, oh, I bought a couple of palettes and like, mm, but, I guess I'll go to Sephora tomorrow and like go shopping somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Make it sustainable. Mm -hmm. These people have seen a lot of influx of business because of the Black Lives Matter movement, and we don't want that to stop for them. Yeah, give them our dollars. Like, they, like, especially black women, like, let's, black women entrepreneurs are probably the most underfunded category of small business owner. Like, let's help them out. Like, I want these people to succeed. And let's normalize black skin in beauty. Let's normalize a shade range that is inclusive. Let's normalize... And not pigmented pan- shadows. But let's not let's not make it pandering. Like I feel like a, some of, some brands are doing the whole fifty plus shades of foundation thing, and it's a little like okay, we're, it just seems like a knee jerk reaction to other people being like, "Where's the shades? Where are the mm-hmm. shades?" And it's just like you don't do it just because you have to do it. Do it because it's the right thing to do. And there's some brands, and this is this happens so often, where a brand will launch a new complexion line. Oh, God. And, and there will be nothing for deeper skin tones, and when people inquire, they say, there's new shades coming soon. Uh, that's, a, that's a bunch of bullshit. You it need is. to think of people with deep, dark skin as part of your initial launch. There's no way that, like, oh, well, I guess I'll wait another eight weeks so I have something in my color, maybe. Like, that's a bunch of bullshit. It is a bunch of bullshit. And the the thing is, a lot of people in 
the beauty industry don't see don't think that black people spend their money on beauty trust me if they had something to buy they will buy it like yes you just, they just need to have products made for them exactly. in their skin tone they want to give you they want to give their money they want beauty products they want to look beautiful right. they want to smell good they want like beautiful home items but they want things that were made for them right. like you got to make it for them and they'll buy it exactly. like jesus like we've had white ass foundations here in the in the drugstore for years Forever. on years on years it is not hard for me to find a drugstore foundation. You know who it's hard for? Everybody below a light medium. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, a, you got to get with it, on. people. They will buy it if you make it. Exactly. <laughs> if you make it, they will come. Exactly. Okay, guys. That was an episode. We're so happy to be recording again. Yay. We don't know how... This is the thing. We don't know how often it's going to be because of our schedules now that we don't work at the same place. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to do some finagling, but we definitely want to put out content on Instagram in the meantime. So thank you again for listening. We hope you guys are staying safe, staying well, stay home. If you need, like, stay home, wear a mask if you're going out, you know, just be, have common sense. And we hope that you're enjoying all of the things that you brought online because I'm sure everybody did a lot of online shopping. Yep. Um. All right. Well, we'll see you sometime soon, okay? Well, you can follow us on Instagram at glowintelpodcast. If you want to email us, our email is glowintelpod at gmail.com. Um, tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your mom's, mom's friends. friends. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.